0: ladies and gentlemen welcome back to the first episode of 2024 of barstool backstage happy holidays to everybody hope everybody had a good new year's we're getting into the new year first big episode let's fucking go uh we got intern cole here cole how are you buddy
1: fantastic how's everyone doing today
0: good the last time you were here didn't you say the beatles sucked and that you got a lot of online hate about that
1: (laughs) yes yes
2: i did you didn't didn't get as much hate as uh the oliver Anthony. fucking oh post. my god <laughs> <laughs> i would just like to, i would just like to double down on that if you are a bit i i don't know if like the point what we made wasn't clear like he's definitely doing things yeah my my only point was is that he clearly works for the cia that's <laughs> right. my only that's the only point i would like to make he's successful he's a decent singer all those things are true for the cia
0: What I have learned is that I've changed a lot throughout the course of this podcast is because if this would have happened a couple years ago, I would have been like, we got to delete this. And you guys would all have been like, you're a pussy. (laughs) This was happening. I was just texting you guys from the grocery store. Like, dude, these people really are mad about this. (laughs) We First of all, did not realize that the right or as Caleb, the other intern said, libertarians are so soft. Guys, grow up. You're talking about a guy. He's not going to fuck you. Okay, it's not that big of a deal. Like, relax. Either way. We're just making jokes, man. Suck a dick. Who cares? I like
2: how one of those comments was like, these dudes look like they all listen to Taylor Swift. And it's like, we could have refuted that to a man other than fucking Dante messing everything up.
0: (laughs) Oh my God. I don't know.
2: Grow up. I I want to
0: get more and more into these just shitty social clips of us just saying outright because we have been getting a lot more hate recently i will of course, say that of the ones that we were texting back and forth <laughs> well no the one that I, I brought up that kenny just instantly blocked me on and this is actually a good clip but one i think this is good who's a better artist the weekend or bruno mars kenny you obviously
3: had strong feelings about yeah, this not even, why don't you get even close it's fucking bruno mars he's hands down like the like okay Yo, i guess my argument should come behind it the weekend incredible songwriter incredible voice. All that shit, great, creative, blah, blah, blah. Bruno's career first for the first 15 years of his career and songwriting and production into some of those fucking songs, man. And then the Silk Sonic shit and then the fucking Super Bowl shit and then the fucking... I don't know, man. He seems... uh yeah way more fucking well-rounded i think, I think Kenny's
2: have- right also the weekend's canadian so that's an automatic minus one point yep absolutely 100 percent.
0: yeah if you're hanging out with justin trudeau you instantly get a nice point chopped off uh i look at it this way entertainer bruno mars absolutely artist probably the
3: weekend just because he goes weirder and more left who yeah, do I enjoy? Himself, but he seems so disingenuous. You know what I mean? I think that's I what get that at the weekend where it's like your shit. Like I don't know. Oh, my I'm so fucking weird. Look at my face with the wrapping and the tape and the things. And they're like, <laughs>
0: calm down and play your shit. You're he's as been bad weird as since all. day one. He's been weird since day one. I will say that. I don't give a shit. It's as bad as Pink doing trapezoid
3: fucking trapezoid shit.
0: Yeah, yeah. let's yeah. go. Dante's in the building.
3: Yeah. Yeah. yeah hey dante all right hey dante what's up buddy nice
0: <laughs> i like that music yeah uh johnny's all hooked up today we're going back to our roots here jo- do- johnny's gonna throw some uh instrumentals behind johnny's, uh, our, johnny's our paul schaefer yeah that's basically what it is can you wear the glasses and act like a
2: moron I can,
0: I can do the second part all right cool uh dante better artist bruno mars
4: or the weekend You sent this text out this weekend and I had to make sure it was you that sent it because I was like, what a clown question. Uh, It's not even a debate. It's Bruno Mars in an absolute landslide.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) yeah. Why why is that even a question? I got asked the question by somebody else. They just randomly came up to me and said, Colin, who's a better artist, The Weeknd or Bruno Mars? Quit lying,
5: Colin. You thought that was a good question.
0: On my life. And I out loud said, wow, that's a great fucking question. I never thought of that. I did think it was a good question because The Weeknd is the number one streaming artist in the world. literally has more monthly listeners than Taylor Swift. He has over 100 million monthly listeners, which one, I don't understand. I really don't know who's listening to The Weeknd at that ferocity. It doesn't make any sense to me. I think Bruno Mars is underrated. I think that's the real crux of the situation here i think people think of him and think about like millionaire or or like uh like the real lovey dovey shit bruno mars is a better performer he's a i I just think he's a better artist i do there's one
2: issue i'd like to take with bruno mars and it's in that song of his where he's like i I would jump on a grenade for you or you know that one yeah yeah there's a line in there it's all it's a great song i'm not shitting on him i like both the artists you're talking about but he has a line there i would jump in front of a train for you and it's like I get the he's trying to save that he's like I would do anything to save um, you, but it's like jumping in front of a train doesn't you both <laughs> die. So it's like <laughs> yeah, but that's I my only it, issue.
0: I'm glad. <laughs> so you're just you're thinking
2: more of like murder suicide situations. I'm thinking, like, I'm, yeah, I'm just thinking logically yeah. speaking. That's my ma- my main issue.
3: Logically speaking, I think half of the weekend streams are just from the loop repeat plays from people fucking. You know. Yeah, yeah that's I, I don't, true. Left out of the background. I,
2: I, Who's getting through a whole song?
4: No.
3: <laughs> Dude, I'm
4: out I'm out on I'm out on streaming numbers I think they're all inflated and they're all bullshit yeah, 20,
3: 2024 no we're not doing streaming numbers it's funny numbers. that you say that right after I posted this week my streaming numbers that's weird yeah <laughs>
0: let's talk about that
3: Kenny how
0: many streams are you up to buddy 2.3
3: Kenny, 3, Bill. Kenny 2. pause 3 real quick what do you mean pause oh whatever Call he that. paused you, <laughs> you, <laughs> oh, yeah you paused he hasn't moved he hasn't moved in
4: like 10 minutes. He's just standing there poor guy. No, it's
0: you, dude. You're yeah, the you one freezing. Freeze, <laughs> <laughs> Cole, you got some work to add in this a little bit, buddy.
3: <laughs> yeah, That'll be fun. Yeah, fucking DJ freeze.
0: No. <laughs> so Kenny's got 2.3 billion streams. Yeah. Jesus. I that's that's an unfathomable. Mo- Unfathomable yep. number. You know, Sorry, is that
2: it, Spotify? Or that's like all streams? no, that's all
3: all platforms. That's what Muso does. They they take everything all collectively and then they'll keep up with it too. But it's crazy. Oh,
2: wait, what is this website?
3: muso uh, muso.io. Big plug. What's up? Shout out. Give me a free subscription. Um the the only people that are like higher than me, which is interesting, are session musicians. Mm. They play on so much fucking stuff. You're talking like Penny Aronoff and stuff like that. Yeah, like people who have played on fucking thousands of songs. Crazy. Dave, who was that drummer guy we had on earlier, like when we first started the podcast?
2: Uh, JR Robinson. JR Robinson.
0: I would love to know his numbers. He has like all the Michael Jackson records, yeah, all the Shaka yeah, Khan records. Oh, that's, the, yeah. that's,
3: the, that's the guy who has the cymbals behind his head. So he's, yep. and he fucking hits the cymbals behind him. He's great. Dude, he,
5: he he did Def Punk. He did like Get Lucky and he did like yeah, all those. Dude, like, he's I done everything with everybody. That yeah. guy, he's like Forrest Gump of music, kind of. We should have yeah. him back. Home. Wait, what's his? I want to do something. So yeah. J R Robinson. J R Robinson. Yeah. Did, do you remember him? Be, so do you remember
0: him ago. being like kind of like? He seemed like a cool, like stepdad kind of figure. He was basically like, I get fucked
5: up and have sex with women. Like that's like that was his vibe. Yeah, like, like, but in a nerdy kind of like George Costanza balding head dad kind of way. Yeah,
0: he yeah. was. He He was like a like a divorced dad on vacation. That's how yeah, I would describe. Yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, he's yeah, like.
5: He's a couple pina
0: coladas at the beach bar deep. He
5: was just yeah, into saying the inappropriate record. comments to servers. Yep. Yes. Yes,
0: exactly. Yes. The kind of guy who like someone else from the bar would have to walk up and be like, sir, you have to leave
5: or please act all right." Um, but like at the same time, everyone kind of accepts it because it's just that guy at the bar. And like, and he's
0: also tipping hundreds of dollars. So he's a cool yeah, dude. Yeah, ex-
5: exactly. Showing off. Yeah. Yes. He's
0: yes. Balling. Um, but yeah, no, Kenny, That's congratulations. That's extreme. a
3: Kenny, that's amazing. Do you feel shitty being with us? Like, the fact you have 2.3 billion streams, but you're hanging out with oh, us? Because it literally doesn't mean anything. It's a cool number to look at. I looked at it, I posted it, and then I'll never look at it again for the rest of my life. Turn yeah. around, you Kenny. S- yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'll never look at it again. Yeah, <laughs> I, I only, Kenny only looks at it when his eyes are open. But what's <laughs> great, what's crazy? you know, 10 million, we're talking 2.3 billion, because my catalog goes deeper than... than I didn't three. know you did the five seconds of summer stuff. Yeah, that was when I was working with John Feldman, and I was programming all those records. That's incredible, actually. That's a that's a big deal. They're a huge fan oh, for great. like teenage girls, sweetest dudes on earth, too.
0: They're great. Australian,
3: Australian, yeah,
0: Australian. Yeah. Um, all right, so we got rid of 2023 last week. We've moved into 2024. Uh, I think we should do a little. Preview of the year. And there was one thought that I had that I thought was interesting. Of course, we're going to talk about records that are coming out. We know that are coming, things we want to hear, maybe pick a Grammy category or two. That's coming in February. That's sneaking up on us really quickly. But the first thing I want to bring up, because festival season lineups are about to come out. And every year, there's kind of like a set thing for headliners. Most of these festivals now have the same headliners across the board every year. And there's a little bit of a formula here where it's like big EDM artists one night, uh, like a legacy act like a stevie nicks one night a big rock band and then like a a pop starlet like it'll either be like olivia rodrigo or billy eilish like i feel like billy eilish said all of them last year like i'm interested who do we think possibly with all the music that's coming out or like who could be doing farewell tours who will be bonnaroo who will be coachella like and i think I dante i think i have the edm one because i kind of got like a little inside information on twitter i think pretty lights is going to be doing all the major festivals this year I think he's going to be the headliner for a lot of festivals. I know he's doing Bonnaroo Thursday Thursday night. I know he's going to be the headliner. You think he can come back from like an eight, ten-year
4: hiatus and just reclaim headliner status
0: like that? I think
4: people
1: would be excited about it.
0: I mean, Cole, this might be more of a question for
1: you. Cole, what do you think about that? I have zero thoughts on this. Um... (laughs) (laughs) well thanks for coming (laughs) i'm just saying i i I have some people that i think are going to be like filling all the spots at like edm festivals but for the like the the catch-all festivals i got zero thoughts
0: I think Fred again could wind up being the EDM person just because he's kind of crossed over into the mainstream now to where he's not like, he's that big of a deal with the tiny deaths that just happened his boiler room set. People like me who are on the outside looking in know who Fred again is. Did Madison square garden with Skrillex Skrillex could also be that artist after dropping two records last year. He could also be that big headliner. I I think those are your options as far as like the EDM spots. Kenny. Good job. Um, Dante, did you have any names you possibly could think of fitting into that into that section? I mean, I hate to say this because it's it's just a
4: straight up like diss. It's not a compliment, but I feel like the artists that get those kind of slots are more household name, popular. Well, who at would the be time more, artist? Rather than more I mean, I'm not talking about like I'm not talking about like. Perry's Lollapalooza is different because it's a strict EDM stage. Right. In a festival that is all genres. Um, They have legit headliners uh, every night, uh, all four nights. I'm talking about Coachella headliners. And I feel like those are, that's a festival where they just want somebody that all the, influencers and in, in cheesehead masses are going to know the name of. So I feel like that is, yeah. Like Fred again, summit, no offense to summit, uh, just flavor of the month. Big time. Sure. I agree yeah. with that. I'm not going to argue with that, like, but I, Ruf, Rufus would be on there. Yep. Um, Skrillex. Yeah. But I don't think he would, I don't think he would do that.
0: Well, I mean, moving past the EDM side, cause you're going to need like, the big headliners as well. I will guarantee you, and I, it would be a weird crossover. I think Zach Bryan's going to wind up doing a lot of them this year. I think he'll be Bonnaroo this year. I think he'll be doing Lollapalooza. I think he'll be moving away from the strictly railbird kind of like stagecoach country stuff. I think he could wind up moving into doing Lollapalooza, Coachella, uh, what, Bonnaroo. What, what makes you think that though? He's big enough at this point. He's that big of a draw. And I I truly think, once again, this is going to go with my theme of the year. I think you're going to watch this happen in the major festivals. I really do. Zach Bryan is that ubiquitous at this point. I really think he
5: is. I already know he's not coming back to the smokeout next year. Nope. That's all coming back. That's a lot. Where else would you see him? It'd be Lala in Chicago. I think him and Noah Kahan are going to
0: headline everything. Yeah. I think Kahan's going to be a second line, not not the top line headliner, but I think he'll be in the next biggest font possible. I do. I think you're going to watch festivals book that way this year.
2: I think I Oasis know. is doing is finally doing it this year.
0: I'm glad you contributed something important,
2: Johnny. You think Oasis I actually, is coming back? I'm, I'm, right? I'm, I'm like 45 percent <laughs> serious because I I think there's been enough of the like the buildup. <laughs>
1: Collins
5: actually pissed
0: at that, I think. <laughs> I was like, we're having like actual conversations, and Johnny just pops in with Oasis. Um, I could see Liam or Noel doing stuff, especially with Liam putting out that record with the Stone Roses guy, which Robbie Fox did call. He said that was going to happen on the last episode and they are dropping that album. Um, I think looking past that, I want to know, because every year there's like a Tom Petty or a, uh, a Stevie Nicks or a Paul McCartney, one of these big older artists who go out and tour. Like I wonder who could be that for the festivals this year. Who would be that person? Like Billy Joel popped in my head because they know he's not touring, but there's no way he would be doing fly dates like that. I feel like he only does Madison Square Garden at this point. Am I crazy to think that? No, yeah, he's like not Grizzly,
5: Fenway, and like Matt. Yeah.
0: That's it. He'll do he'll do weekend gigs at the fucking uh Madison Square Garden, but I don't see him pushing out and, and doing like
3: hmm. big
2: stuff. What about you two after they did the whole Oh sphere that's actually thing. a good point. They might be, like, gearing up for something. Isn't it, is it
5: he in the news or something again right I, now? I didn't.
0: Uh, yeah, he... Now, once again, these are from troll accounts on Twitter or, like, you know, insiders on Twitter. Apparently, his name might be on a certain set of flight logs that are coming out.
4: Huh. Oh, for sure he's on there.
0: You think he's on it? Fuck yeah.
5: He still now, hasn't found what he's looking about for. Nobody cares people that much, Colin. It's all a front that's a good point, actually. That is a good point.
0: All the guy wanted to do was save Africa. That's what we thought. No, he, he was in the islands. Um, by the way, Dante, are you just supposed been, to be released
5: today again? By the way, they're never, they're never,
0: they're, ne- they're just going to keep pushing it. So 20, that's all we're talking thought, about
5: on
4: Twitter. 22nd, I heard.
0: I was going to say, Dante, have you just been smoking cigarettes in your house by yourself in a dark room, <laughs> refreshing Twitter? <laughs> no, everyone, everyone keeps texting me, asking
4: me this. I'm like, not. In, like I don't think this is a a good thing. Like I, I'm I'm glad that these people are getting exposed, but I think it's fucked up that it's come to this. And I don't know. I just I I don't know. I'm just disappointed in humanity. Don't let him go on one of his tangents.
0: Yeah. So Johnny, the to answer your question. Scene. To answer your question, maybe you too. We're not sure. <laughs> Depending on when these flight log comes out, I'm not. They sure. They might have
2: to change their name if that happens. Maybe from he's you two, from you
1: too
0: <laughs> Jesus Christ! Um No, as far as the uh, big older names, who else could possibly be out there I'm trying to like? Here's a weird Aerosmith. one: Aerosmith. Yeah. No, they. I don't know if Aerosmith can do re- it.
1: They rescheduled their farewell tour for Ooh. last year because Steven Tyler got like. I don't know, sick or something.
0: Also in trouble for underage girls. <laughs> yeah.
1: That, that also happened. He got sick because uh, he was on the list.
0: Yeah. He got sick. He got, he was just jet lagged. He had, the, he had a late flight back. Um, Yo, you, what about gotta, the dead? Maybe, what well, could Bob, well, Dead and Company won't go out and do fly day to all day?
5: I mean, they, they, John's done. So they might just tone it down and just do a handful of, you know, well it wouldn't surprise me if
0: Bob
2: Weir went out and did things. That yeah, wouldn't shock like me at all.
5: Iterate, uh, yeah, maybe. I'm looking down a list right
2: now. I'm just throwing names out. Not, off. not that they're in that super like classic uh, tier, but I feel like Coldplay's been quiet for a while. That's well, a, not good a while, point. but like a, at least like a year or it, two.
0: True. Well, I mean, Chris Martin's done a lot of that EDM kind of crossover stuff. But, I mean, Coldplay still, right now, might be the biggest touring rock band in the world. Like, when they go out, they sell oh, out yeah, football stadiums every me. single Oh, time. yeah.
5: It's fucking insane.
0: Humongous. And, by the way, they're amazing live. Like, I am really? not a Coldplay hater. I love Coldplay. What about the
5: Stones? I mean, that the would be
0: Coldplay. an interesting one. They just put out a new record. Could they be the older band
4: that yeah.
1: would go
0: out and do these big festivals?
5: Like, I guess, is, yeah. I just that, I, – I your feel answer
4: like, right there. It's the Stones. I I feel like once you're on that stadium circuit level, festivals are such a step
5: down for you, like financially. I just feel like it's it takes all the the
2: work out of it for you, though, because you don't have to worry about ticket sales. also also the press it's the press when a big band does coachella or something like that it's not that they're going there to make money i mean they'll make money but they're not that's not the main incentive i don't think
0: mccartney did it a couple years ago he did bonnaroo he did uh firefly he did a lot (laughs) of those big ones so and like i said stevie nicks did coach or did bonnaroo last year like there's a chance that like every year they're going to get one of these legacy acts which dave the stones were actually where my head was going they did the crossover with Sydney Sweeney. They had a right, they, Andrew Walk do the right, but this is what I'm saying. The Rolling Stones can announce
4: a forty or fifty stop stadium tour and make five hundred million dollars selling tickets. Like they don't need to do like Stevie Nicks, love her to death. She's not selling out Soldier Field multiple nights. Well, yeah, She'll she did it with no, she she'll sell it. out United Center. She'll sell twenty thousand tickets out. She's not selling out.
2: Loser. 20,
0: What's it? Th- <laughs> <No,
2: laughs> well, it's she, just did, funny she... to be talking about like not being able to sell out a stadium.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, it's like they
2: can't sell football stadiums out. Like
0: that is that is an interesting point. But like Dante, I'm surprised you don't think that Zach Bryan would be a headliner like that. So don't think- my, my so listen, my internet
4: was cutting out. I tried to. um Say this to Dave. Dave and I saw him together last year um at Smoke Out. We we're standing right next to each other the whole show, blown the fuck away. Um, and we talked about it afterwards. And I don't know, Dave, like I got the impression that that was like his wheelhouse, that
5: size crowd. Um I don't know if that's really up to him though. But That's I true. felt like I think I, felt that, like- I think that you are definitely dead on saying that. I don't think that he can is in a position at this point of his career to say no to headlining Bonnaroo or Coachella. But, or whatever. but sure. I just I
4: was picturing him playing a, a crowd that size. And I don't think that he I'm not saying he's like shy or has stage right. But I'm just saying like when I saw Morgan Wallen, I I had the same impression. I feel like Morgan Wallen went from not obscurity to superstardom, but playing like small venues to fucking baseball stadiums. And I think he was kind of like a fish out of water a little bit. I feel like Zach Bryan would kind of be the same way. Like,
1: well, also, is that music? Throw a
5: ball sack and fucking sing your songs, dickhead. No, there. but I think no. I think some of these artists like a more intimate setting. Like
4: when you're on stage, sure. in front of when you're on front, when you're on stage in front of that many people, like you can't even make faces out. Like That's people are like people are like. It's like you're playing to like a black like abyss. When you're That's
0: very true. It's it, it's just weird. It, it's it's a totally different experience. Well, Dante, that was actually the word I was trying to get out, and you said it as I was trying to say it. Is intimate? Like is his mu- is his music too intimate to be Big like time. that? Would be like going to watch like Nick Cave in front of a size that kind of a crowd. You know what I mean? Like it would be interesting. Well, Big time. Same- That's why I still think one of the most
4: incredible concerts I've seen is Zach Bryan at Red Rocks in the snow. Which oh yeah. Chief put me on to like two years ago and was like, dude, this fucking show will like give you goosebumps and blow your fucking mind. I watched it on YouTube and was like, holy shit. That's fuck. I feel like he, that's, that's him. Like he just connects and smokes like venues that, that size.
2: Do you know who it is? We talked about it or someone sent a video. Uh, to the group it's green day they're definitely going to be up oh there that's a really good the, point early the album dropping album march i think and, the, and i was just reading here it's yeah. that uh dookie and american idiot is 20th and 30th wow anniversary yeah, here God. plus a new album you're definitely related right to headline isla white festival so well, there you go wow
0: okay so, so you're deadly- holding out my
2: fucking oasis thing
0: Green Day is definitely one. That is a great point, Johnny. That is a great point. Also, how weird is it to think that Green Day was in a career crisis when American Idiot came out? And it had only been 10 years since Dookie came out. Like, they made it sound like when, like, if you, like, look back at the documentary footage of, like, around American Idiot, that this was, like, a make or break album for the band. That that would be, like, I don't know. That's, like, that's really not that long of a period of time to, like, be in crisis. I'm just thinking about that. That's fucking crazy. Um, But also
2: the same respect in, in retrospect, also it, it was make or break because they, then they put out American idiot and it just like, it doubled or tripled the, their status, you know?
0: Can we also have a conversation about green day? They were in the news this week. Yeah. Why are people still surprised when bands get political? Like green day comes out singing the song American idiot. And people are surprised that they're coming at Donald Trump. like, the song's Dude, th- called American three points,
2: Idiot. Three points to make. It's all fake. No one's actually that upset. Two, like, get over it. It's like, as you're saying, it like, bands are always political. Three, it's kind of very, very, very cool punk rock to do it on the Ryan Seacrest show. It's like, on the Ryan Seacrest show. Fucking, it's just like, punk rock is dead when that's the biggest punk rock moment. But in 2024,
0: <laughs> being that, you know, we want to get back to political discourse, they should have spun the stage around afterwards and Jason Aldean should have done try this, try this in a Small Town directly after. Just in the sake of fairness on New Year's Eve, I think I would have been right. I just feel like the people that get worked
4: up about this stuff don't realize they're playing right into these people's fucking hand. If Green Day had did that and not a word was spoken about it, they would have been pissed. They would have been like, fuck, nobody even noticed we did that. Like, we got to we got to like up the ante next time and like, you know, like fucking say fuck Trump or something like that. The fact that everyone is like so and it's the right who's constantly calling everyone else snowflakes. That's like, did you see the DM I posted from a guy who's like, I love I love Green Day as a mu- as a as a musical act, but the fact that they're bringing politics into Jesus Christ like this is like,
0: boom. I'm just like dude, fuck. Was it was it a was flag. his profile picture of the dad in the truck just like uh, like up angle Oakleys on like in the American flag in the background. I yeah.
2: have kind of a I have a kind of different take on the bands and artists doing a political thing. Like I have no problem with it. Like they are human beings, have your opinions about political things. There is an aspect to it that I find it's not that I get like offended by any particular political opinion. Sometimes I'm disappointed that an artist has a political opinion because it's like you see them sometimes as like this. Like for instance, Robert De Niro had something recently where he was speaking out in an anti-Trump way. And it's like fine, yeah, fuck Trump. Like, but I was also like You're fucking Robert De Niro, dude. You're like this. I have it in my mind. And I know it's the wrong thing to have. He's a human being. But in my mind, he's fucking good fellas. And now here he is like talking about Trump. It's boring.
0: Yeah, there's a little bit of cognitive dissonance when you've made your career off playing bad guys your entire life. And then you're like, he's mean. I don't like him. Get him out of my fucking White House. It's like, dude, every character you've ever played murders people regularly. No, no, it's not even that.
2: Like, I get that dissonance is fine. It's more just like, he's mythical in my head Do you mm. know what i mean i get and what now he, he's he's down to earth talking about the same dude everyone's talking about and it's like it's boring
0: oh, hold on do do you my favorite like rich celebrity person of all time doing something political and it's one of my favorite clips of all time do you remember it was like a republican national convention and clint eastwood came out and he did an entire speech with an empty chair next to him acting like he was talking to barack obama it's dude. If you've never seen this no, video, but I've got to see
2: this. It is one of I the funniest. It is
0: one of the craziest fucking things you will ever see. Like, it's awesome. You have to watch it.
2: And it's like, see, it, it can be done. You can make a big political statement, like Marlon Brando turning down the Oscar. Oh yeah, that for you, indigenous people. That. Yeah, yeah, that was a real one, and that was like had impact. And I think it it came across at least as like sincere thing to be like, we need to stop fucking treating people in the movies. It, like, like we have been, but then there's like all these kind of like, just like pretending like you really care just to fit like in, you know? fucking Leo's Oscar speech.
0: Oh yeah. It's, it's full of smug. Oh. Remember South Park smug? Yeah, George Clooney. yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Smell your own farts, dude. I think the new metal way to do it is have no opinion whatsoever and live ambivalently. That's how why you do it. Why
2: is that? Why is that? I'm bet? fucking Slayer. No. If that's the new metal, I am Slayer. <laughs>
0: Also, I think if you make a certain amount of money, you should not have a political opinion. Shut the fuck up and live your extravagant lifestyle. Let the rest great, of us suffer. Great point. Thank yeah. you. Um, okay, so other people on the 2024 scene, I think Rodrigo is going to wind up doing a lot of them. I think it's her time. I think she's going to come out. She had a great record last year. I think she'll do it. I think you're going to see Boy Genius on every big festival. They might be almost a top level. Like Phoebe Bridger's getting to the point where she might be a top line. Um but past MGMT,
2: that has hip- got a new yes. album coming. They're going to be uh, particularly on the kind of hipper festivals.
0: I think MGMT, I think Phoenix, I think Lumineers. I think a lot of that era alternative rock is going to be outdoing these festivals. And I think once again, as far as themes for 2024 go, I think you're going to see that nostalgia start to replace a little bit of the emo nostalgia in that. Like Johnny, this fucking might be your time, bro. You
4: need Dude, to you know get a part of this. Do you know how awesome it is that MGMT got back
0: together? Yes. Yeah putting shit out again they are really like a shooting star where they just had like two records and they were like you know what dude we can't stand each other let's get the fuck out
1: of here that
0: whole that whole little
4: era though it's not an era it was too short but that whole like movement was all like that like everybody everybody was was, like the same way it was such a great time for music i think
0: you're gonna this year maybe see a return to that kind of music i think i think because there still is alternative rock, but it's become very much TikTok music. I don't know how else to explain it. Like yeah. mm-hmm. uh, Most of the big alt hits recently have been like, the chorus starts at the front and it's 15 seconds long and it's blasted as long as humanly possible. I think you're going to see people come in the wake of Tame Impala and MGMT and stuff like that and start making some really weird, cool shit. And I think that's going to start to become in vogue this year. I think that's going to be something to watch for this year coming up. Because last year was like the folky kind of stuff. I think the more electronic-led weird psych rock shit might be in this year watch that um but mgmt definitely will be on the festival lineups and that's an album i'm really excited for looking forward um and then and then past that i think you're going to see some like of course i think turnpike troubadours will be in a lot of these festivals like bonnaroo and stuff like that they had a record last year um i think you're going to see like my morning jacket bands like that i would have said arcade fire but i don't think they can come back from what happened with their lead singer i think they're probably out maybe somebody will come behind them I'd like to see Kings of Leon on some of these festivals. They've been kind of quiet for a few years now. Mm. I think they're at the point where they can do a greatest hits tour if they wanted to. They've had like seven really good records.
2: Um, Their last I, album that they put out, there was a song in there called 100,000 People that is one of my favorite Kings of Leon songs of all time. And it's always great when a band is still able to do that, like after two or three fucking classic albums, you know? They've been
0: very consistent, man. I love that band so much. They don't move on stage, but I love them. Um, but okay. another trend I think you will watch this year and it, with how we started the conversation, I think we ended this way too. I think you're going to see a lot of the EDM be a big part of these festivals. I think it's really starting to explode and more people are getting their feet wet into it. Um, and it's fun in big groups of people. I think you're going to see, Fred once again, Fred again will be doing a lot of these festivals, but I think people will start to gravitate towards those stages. I think it'll be really cool to see. Um, you know
2: it's kind of funny. Like I'll show my age on this. When when Firestarter came out, like I bought that CD as a single. I had it was right when I left South Africa and moved to America, and I thought like, oh, this is finally the kind of album that's going to bring electronic music where America's going to be like, oh, we get it. And it right. never happened. <laughs> it's been like fucking twenty five no. years where you, like you, finally EDM now is coming into you, its own here. Johnny,
4: you gave us way too much credit. It it took <laughs> it took David Guetta and pitbull and neo to do that
2: no and that's fine no. like whatever you know whatever it took no, it just terrible. was like there's no way they don't that america isn't like yes this is the greatest fucking song ever dude, and it, shout, it wasn't apparently shout
0: out neo and pitbull Uh maybe pitbull should headline all the festivals sexy shit like, no akon 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 yes right. <laughs> we need an akon comeback dude um Another band I think you'll see on all the festival lineups because they just dropped new music and they have a new record coming out in March, Bleachers. I bet you Bleachers, Jack Antonoff, does all the festivals. I will bet money on that. I'm I'm actually excited for that record. Their last record was really good kind of throwback shit. I want to see whether or not he can do something a little different than what he does because Antonoff's sound has become pop sound. He does all the big records now. Can he step outside of himself to do something have you seen
2: his most recent video? You must be into it, because he looks like it's a... Springsteen. It's Springsteen. Like yeah, which I, I love
0: that. Uh,
2: the last record was, so, like, I think it's
0: uh, something on a Saturday night. It's That's a Springsteen record, and I'm really into it. Um, Usher. Usher. Yeah, he's going to be dropping something after the Super Bowl.
2: Well, apparently well,
0: the album comes out on the same day. Smooth move. God, what yeah. a way to promote. Is there a better
2: way to promote a new album? Will anybody listen to it? Maybe. I don't know definitely dude are you You just one speaking of usher is that the list you're talking about dante the rolling stone top uh 250 uh r&b songs
4: they they put out a few over the last few weeks i think they're like really clutching for straws now i think they see us hating
0: on them and they're like we need to keep pumping these out these guys will keep talking about it They put
4: out the
2: best movie one.
0: Love to rank things. White people love to rank things. That's white dudes specifically.
2: Bunch of fucking rankers, if you ask me. Yeah, we're just ranking all day.
0: Also, I just (laughs) want to say I have noticed something, and I've said this on the podcast before. People like stereo gum and all those like kind of like Instagram accounts. We get things up on ours first, like viral videos, and like and three hours later they come up. And I know they're fucking following us. Like, I think that's fucking hilarious that our dumbasses, I'm not kidding. I think that they, they peep what we do. And then they're like, oh yeah, we'll do that too. Um, <laughs> there is, but okay, John, agree. I do. Agree. I, I 100% agree. By the way, we could absolutely just make a living off of hating on Rolling Stone.
5: I think we've been doing a great job at it. And I really do hate them. I, I do a lot. Well, she not even talk about them. <laughs> they sicken me. Sick me. Um, yeah, Johnny. What
0: were the top ten R and B songs?
2: So this was, I think, it was R and B songs of the 21st century. So starting at what 2000? Uh, number one was Usher, Confessions Part Two. I agree
0: wholeheartedly. It's a fucking great song.
2: Number two, D'Angelo, Untitled. Song? How does it feel?
0: That's another great. All right, I'm in on this list so far.
2: Beyonce Dangerously in Love. Yeah. Mary J Blige. Be Without You. Oh, great
0: yeah.
2: Great song. Mariah Mariah Carey, We Belong Together. Yeah. Frank Ocean thinking about you. Alicia Nova Keys, Kane's a better song. Falling. This is a great list. This is a John list. Legend, Ordinary People. I can't Amazing I cannot song. get into John Legend. That's such a good song. Such a Bag Lady. I would have went window
0: seat, but yeah, that's great.
2: I I don't know if I'd ever heard that song, and I I was like, oh, it's the the thing Dre sampled for Explosive. It's been like,
0: sampled by fuck. Oh yeah, thousands. Everyone. People, yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: Number ten, Brandy, Full Moon.
0: God, dude, this list is incredible.
2: Miguel Adorn, number Great song. eleven. Pharrell Williams featuring Jay Z, Frenton.
0: Great song, dude. You know what? Stop this because I'm just going to agree with this whole list. <laughs> Go one more, one more.
2: Uh, where was I at? Uh, Daniel Caesar and Her, best part. That's
0: an amazing song, too.
2: Why Beyonce, are they not trolling? Love on Top, Aaliyah, rocked the Boat. Why are they not trolling? This is a good list. Why do they only
0: troll with things we really give a shit about?
2: I don't know. I mean...
0: Like, 90% of the time, they go through their lists, and it's like uh, the guitar list. You knew that was a troll. They were sitting behind there. The, the Christmas movies list was ass. Dude, that was, the,
4: yeah, that was the one I sent. And I was like, this might be the worst list they've ever put out. Did they not put Home Alone like in the top 10? Dude, it was so bad. I don't think Wait. the number one movie was even a Christmas movie. That's was how it Die Hard? It was. was it some bullshit oh. like
0: that? Terrible. Jesus.
5: No, it, we was got like
4: Carol. it was like Carol. It was called
0: Carol, which I've never even heard of. I've never heard of that. I didn't even ask you guys. How was Christmas, by the way? We skipped past that. Did everybody get what they wanted?
2: Fucking yeah. What did yeah, you good. get, Johnny? I got a uh, Le uh cast iron pan. You fucking would I love. Dude, that, I would dude. love, yo, Johnny. I would love to get that as a Christmas gift. Dude, yeah. those are
5: expensive as fuck. Those oh,
4: are they're $100. awesome too. You yeah. can yeah.
2: You,
4: you can't it, like you can't ruin anything in those.
2: I've got a one or two vintage ones that I got on eBay for that, and they still fucking amazing. Le oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah like, I don't even know if L I'm <L-E-S-S-M3>
5: saying right. Look, think it's a French little loser. French cooking. Uh, yeah, Their, like cookware company.
4: They're like Dutch ovens. They're uh, oh, okay. They're cast iron but coated in ceramic. You've nice. seen them before. They're beautiful. They're awesome. They weigh yeah. Co- a
1: ton. Cole, what did you get for Christmas? Um, I got a suitcase. Oh. Very nice suitcase. Nice. Um, and I got this sick power bank right here it's fantastic hey. very useful um not really much just kind of i was of...
0: saying you're young enough where you could still get like really cool shit i was excited to he's like i got a bicycle a lot of cash <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: it's
0: like, i got a bicycle and a lollipop it's great <laughs> i got
5: oh i got a new record player which was fire
2: oh that's cool like fire. a good one or one of these a lot of these um, ones have been oh, on Amazon. Of way,
5: i have to bring this up that text that Dante sent about the keyboard and Kenny's response made me laugh out loud so fucking hard. No one wants that piece of shit, Dante. Dave, you're such a cocksucker.
4: Dave, Dave's, been, Dave's been silent on the chat for a month. He just, I was in a
5: tree stand.
4: I know. He's in fucking middle of Illinois hunting animals. And he's been non-responsive, but he fucking chimes in on that, like laughing his ass off. I was like, motherfucker.
5: <laughs> I, felt was incredible. So, I felt so stupid. Can, that was oh, fucking incredible. Can, can you like post a screenshot of that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And Dante, so backstory, Dante's buddy or something has a keyboard and Dante's like, hey, does anybody want this? He's just trying to break even for $400. I'd take it. And no one responds for a few hours. Dante chimes in again. He's like, sorry, didn't realize, like, no one wanted this or something. And Kenny just responds, Dante, nobody wants that piece of shit.
0: <laughs> New York City.
5: <laughs> I didn't even,
0: I was getting my car inspected. I didn't read it. I felt really bad, too, when I read it. And I was like, I'm sorry, I didn't answer. And fucking uh, Kenny was just, Kenny. That's Kenny to a T. That's fucking Kenny to a T. Um, Real quick because we're dragging on a little bit here. I just want to quickly go through a couple of the records that I know are coming out. There's a big article that came out compiling this. Uh we're getting a new Lenny Kravitz album, which I'm in for actually. Fucking hell yeah, Lenny Kravitz. The Fair. Libertines are coming back, which I'm interested in. Uh we're getting a new FKA Twigs record. With... The Libertines are like um I don't know when like the White Stripes were getting big, they were kind of like England's White Stripes kind of like heroined out trash kind of Strokes rock. Cool. Pete Doherty is their lead singer who loved her oh, so yeah, much. Yeah. Um, apparently, we're getting a new Heim album, which I'm excited for. Women in Music Part 3 is one of my favorite records of the last couple of years. They're fucking sick. New Casey Musgraves album
5: coming. I haven't heard of what she's... What's she been doing for like two years? Who, Casey Musgraves? No, Heim. Heim, they have been doing a lot of like... Uh, I don't,
2: they act? I know there that. There wasn't one of them in a movie, a Paul Thomas Anderson movie?
0: Yeah, uh, Licorice, Licorice Pizza. She was in they that. Been hang- um, They've been hanging with Taylor. They actually have been hanging out with Taylor Swift a lot. Oh, yeah, so uh, Dante, pumped. we're getting a new D- we're getting a new Dua Lipa album. If you're excited about that,
5: so pumped, dude! I hope it's so many songs to play at fucking whatever the fuck your John Boy's bar is called. <laughs> I hope
0: it's more disco like her last one because it was fucking such a great album. We are getting a new Playboy Cardi album which I'm actually excited about. I don't know if you guys follow Playboy Cardi or anything like that. We don't. I, do, I do like Cardi.
3: It's I know funny.
4: you do. not I can't understand it. I really can't. And it's because I can't understand
0: anything he says. Yeah, that's the point of it. It's not Dude. good. Oh. Nobody knows why we like it. Cole, are you a Cardi fan? Nope. He's basically God to your generation. You know that, right?
1: Yes, um, but keep in mind, like, I strictly listen to like techno- where, where like everyone that I know is Cardi, Travis Scott. Exactly. <laughs> I got, I got it. nothing. It's I, pretty I'm much so... this.
0: For like Which, I, lo- which song, I love. Okay. If you do have a moment, go listen to the new shit that's been coming out from Playboy Cardi. What's interesting is he has his voice and then he has the, the high-pitched, tuned-up voice that he did for the last couple albums. And then a running joke on the internet was, what's Cardi going to do next? Pitch his voice down, and now in all of his new music, his voice is like 10 octaves lower. This he dresses like a vampire. Everybody wears goth clothes. I don't know what it is. I don't know why I like it, but it's interesting to me. It's it's not good. I also want to say that it's not good. Thank it's you. fun though. It's fun. Everybody has things that they like that aren't good. You know what I mean?
4: He's he's got some psycho fans too. I've I've bashed him in some like blogs before. And people will just come out of the fucking clouds into my DMs and like rip me. I'm like,
0: are we? Are you guys mad about Playboy Cardi? Like seriously, Dante, take take solace in the fact that they're all twelve year old white kids. Like, don't worry about it. Like, take solace in the fact that that's who's yelling at you. Weird. It is weird um past that like is there anything that we really want this year in 2024 albums wise is there an artist you've been waiting on is there anything like you're like die hard because dave i know fucking uh you got your record last year with turnpike troubadours i know that was your wish i asked for a new rihanna album didn't get it never gonna get it i've moved past that she's having kids and fucking making billions of dollars
2: i hope that she retires as the goat because that like it's there's nothing better than when someone actually walks away on top
0: yeah, I mean, she, once again, she already has a perfect life. Just let it be. Yeah. I don't, I myself don't care about this Kanye West album that we're getting. The rollout hasn't intrigued me. I'm not interested. I know this is a weird thing for me to say because I've gargled this dude's nuts for years. I just don't care. I, everything I've heard, it's not very good. If it's great, I'm wrong. That's awesome. I, I'd be happy. I'd be exhilarated if I was wrong. I,
4: di- I disagree. Everybody sounds fucking
0: awesome. Have you heard Kanye's verse? uh <laughs> go and listen to the verse dante
2: <laughs> what does it mess up the song
0: yes 100 oh you mean
2: like every other thing his verse comes on <laughs> <laughs> no, no i'm serious on that one dude like as a I producer i can I, I won't be as much of a hater like i get i can see a lot of his production in that but with the minute he opens his mouth it's just like anything Any song falls the, apart
0: anything past the life of pablo it's it's never been it's been the features that have been interesting I love Donda. I still love that album, but there's like 10 songs on that record where he has great features and they just do their thing and then Kanye comes in and I go, why did you need to be here? Just put your <laughs> name on it. You don't even need to do anything. Like, I, I, That's just where I am right now. I don't think he's in the headspace to put music out. I think we're going to get some crazy. You saw what he did on Instagram yesterday, which was sweet. We were in that group chat. He's putting up pictures of his wife's boobies on Instagram. And Dante just says, does anybody have a link for research? <laughs> and I was
2: like, we were looking at it. Um, also, the fact Cole, when you say his he, wife's boobies, it makes it so like. Childish? Just, oh, uh, yeah, I know. It's awesome. Like, I love that because he thinks he's being edgy and cool. And you're like, he put pictures of his wife's boobies out. And it just. I do. <laughs> I
0: have to bring this up. And Cole, I think I need your help on this. My wife has pointed this out to me at numerous points, but for whatever reason, when we revived Barstool backstage last year, uh, it linked to my Facebook account for some reason. So anything (laughs) we post goes to my personal Instagram or personal Facebook, which I don't use. I haven't used Facebook in years, but my wife sent me a screenshot and it was just my name and Kanye wife's Kanye West Weiss boobs just on my shit and it's nice. like all it's on there are like my aunts and Dana's aunts and shit so I just look like a fucking weirdo and I don't know how to disconnect it <laughs> so we're gonna have to figure that one out because I could just delete my Facebook also I don't use it yeah or
1: probably I could I'll, I'll look it up after this if we or we like just let thing. it ride i don't know yeah i think we get even wilder and just like post basically <laughs> porn and tag your grandma in yeah. the, the post bro
0: what's going on with twitter can anybody point this out to me what is going on with twitter that every time i go on twitter and i'm in the for you section or whatever the fuck it is oh. it's just fully penetrative porn
2: it's crazy. that's just you man that's yeah, it's not just you. me are you familiar with cookies con no
0: <laughs> it's just murder videos <laughs> and like OnlyFans promotion, where it's like, if you've seen this video, you're going to hell. And I'm like, I don't even know what this is.
1: No, I'm with you. I actually, I blocked a bunch of the accounts because I was tired of seeing like Malaysian people just getting hit by cars. Like, it's like fucking stop. I'm Every time I like, go on Twitter now, it's like it's just boobs. Here's raw footage of someone getting stabbed in the neck outside
0: of a nightclub. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> what if? <laughs> oh man, that is a bad thought. What Dude, if, like, did- we go on there and it's Dante getting his ass beat?
5: Thanks, Flocker.
1: That's
5: fucked. (laughs) Oh man. I don't know what you're talking about here, man. You know what I'm talking about. I am looking at it right now, and I don't have a single pop-up for anything other than like sports. It's not a pop-up. If you go into the for you section, that's what I that's
2: where I'm at right now. It's because Dave has a pure mind and a pure soul, and he thinks of baseball. I will say there's a lot of accounts.
5: There's a lot of accounts making fun of Julie DeCaro that I, I'm i stumbling <laughs> upon right now. So maybe there is something to this.
0: Oh, my fucking God. Yo, you know who followed us on Instagram? Taylor Lorenz? You know who that is?
5: Why do I know that name?
0: She's the chick that tried to out um, libs of TikTok. She's like the chick from like the Washington Post who like did the hit piece on Portnoy. Oh, yeah, yeah. I knew I knew that name. She follows us on Instagram.
2: And cool. I keep get I keep get getting D alerts. Her?
0: Dude, I don't I actually didn't check. But I was like, why are you over? I think she like one of our videos went through her algorithm and she like liked it and followed us. But I remember getting that alert and I was like, Oh no, what's coming now? So Dante, I'm also sorry about the fight video quote.
3: No, it's all good. I forgive you. Um, I appreciate that. But shout
4: out to Cole and uh, everyone else. They've crushed our uh, social
5: media last half of the year. Dude, social media numbers are climbing. Climbing, great. my friend. Uh, um, I just saw that. Yeah. Fuck you yeah out all all you guys behind the scenes. Great job. Uh, just to, by the way, also get gotta some calls. We just got to get Twitter
0: going. Twitter's... Twitter is the hardest one. Like, and I said this in the text because there's really no algorithmic push the way that TikTok and Instagram do. So you need like actual, like to get your shit out there like retweeted and stuff like that. That's how you gain followers on Instagram or on Twitter. Twitter's tougher. Start
1: posting porn.
0: That's the move.
2: Have you backstage only fans.
0: <laughs> Kenny would do it. Kenny would do yeah. feed pics. Kenny does strike me as the kind of guy that would have no qualms about putting his feet on the internet. He's like, yeah. I don't give a fuck. Whatever. Kenny, um,
2: I am. Yeah. <laughs> kenny car feet <laughs> kenny car
0: feet oh we should do no we'll get to that later but um okay so last thing i wanted to get into let's pick one random we'll do this every week <coughs> now we'll do one random grammy uh category for 2024 and uh we'll pick a winner fuck it uh let's go full list of nominations let's start with cuz I still want to do a live stream for this too. Like a better version of what we did last year. And if we can do it in person, we should do that.
2: What what day is it again?
0: It is the week before the Super Bowl. February 4th. Hold oh. on. The Grammy interface sucks balls. It's terrible. Holy shit. Nominees. Record of the year. Let's do Record of the Year. The nominees are Worship by John Batiste, who, by the way, unbelievable musician. He is the house band for the Stephen Colbert show, which I know we all watch regularly. Uh, Not Strong Enough by Boy Genius. Dante, your favorite. Flowers by Miley Cyrus. Hell yeah. What Was I Made For by Billie Eilish. I actually don't... I've, ne- I've never heard this song. Or maybe I have, I just... I didn't like, get into it. Uh... On My Mama by Victoria Monet, Vampire by Olivia Rodrigo, Anti-Hero by Taylor Swift, and Kill Bill by SZA. Is everyone in here besides a, John Batista? lady? That's a lot of ladies. Some, there's some heavyweights in there. There is some heavyweights in here. Um, looking at it, I would probably, I love that Boy Genius song. Not Strong Enough is so good, and I finally gave that record the time it deserved. Um Dude, why John- are you a lesbian? I don't know i, I maybe you love I le- you love lesbian music I do love lesbian
4: music. I saw on our I logged into our Instagram account last night and I saw something I swear you were gonna post, what was the it I saw it the brandy Carlisle collab with Ellen John I was like Colin has got to be all over this
0: damn my one of my like sub genre like if we all had three sub genres of music to describe our personality lesbian folk rock might be in there for me (laughs) for sure that's crazy you love it damn i need to get a flannel and cut my hair what am i doing (laughs) um i think the picks are probably either miley i think miley cyrus has a shot i would generally say rodrigo but i don't think that song was it necessarily it's either gonna it's gonna be John Batiste is the dark horse here because that record was really good and they have a penchant, like the Grammy board has a penchant to go for like the jazzier stuff that's a little more off the wall that people don't love as much but is musically better. When it comes to these big categories, they do do that from time to time. Um, I think it's going to be either Miley Cyrus, Taylor Swift, anti-hero. It would be such a layup to say that, but that song was fucking humongous. Or Kill Bill by SZA. That was a huge fucking song and she's got the most nominations this year. If I had to throw my pick out there, I'm probably saying it's Miley Cyrus. I think Flowers might win it. Anybody else have an opinion? Um,
2: I love how jazzed would, up we all get for the Grammys. That, yeah, I, I'm so stoked. Um, I think you might be right on that, but actually, I'm, I'm basically going to just Re- echo everything you said i think you're right on all of it because the john batiste thing is like like you said it's a dark horse because they do that they did it before with that um Esperanza's i was just thinking girl. esperanza spalding I think uh, yes. that's kind of a similar thing musically speaking in terms of going that way but yeah maybe flowers maybe
0: i have a weird comparison to make but john batiste is who charlie Puth thinks he is like when you watch <laughs> charlie Puth do all of those like uh like perfect pitch videos and making stuff like that. John Batiste is actually that animal. Like he is that level of musical genius. Charlie Puth is the social media version of John Batiste. That's the way I look at that. That's a
1: that's a, that's a nerd nugget for everybody. Oh, um, I'm a Charlie Puth hater certified. Are like, you like worse than the Beatles? Why? Just be like the the he makes elevator music or like corporate commercial music. Like it's like he's trying to get it in a Target commercial. That's all he's trying to do. <laughs>
3: Oh I love dude, that. Dude, I
1: never heard anyone hate him before. I, I mean, it's, I'm not I mean, I'm not a huge fan, but that's great that you randomly despise somebody that you like hate that. Them. Don't get me wrong, not- I mean, he's he's fantastic at like he's he's very talented.
0: Oh, you can't go back.
4: Mother- but yeah,
1: dude, he uses his skills to fucking make elevator music.
0: Look, Dude. Charlie. Charlie Booth is talented, but he is the kind of guy that I, I would. I, I, w- I would like to see Charlie Puth like a cartoon character walk onto a rake and it smacks him in the face. You know what I'm talking about? Like like a Looney Tunes accident. Like he does have a punchable face. I'm not going to lie. You can't deny that.
1: <laughs> Who's um? Oh fuck! I'm. I'm why am I blanking on? on TikTok? Like his. It's like his friends that always stitches his videos, like making fun of him. Fuck! Why am D- I blanking?
2: It, the, the, it is oh, lame. Louis. No, oh no! Louis Capali does the. Um...
0: Fuck. i fuck with that
2: dude i like Louis oh, yeah, capaldi on, uh, he's funny TikTok, dude. he's fucking hilarious he's funny yeah. i
0: like him because he's very self-aware he's very self-aware lewis capaldi actually almost led me to fight one of the kids from one direction
2: <laughs> in person <laughs> and that's a story for next week's episode benny lewis blanco. capaldi that's that's who
0: Bl- benny blanco is the man dude he's also dating selena gomez now one of it, I, this really devolved into like Gossip talk, but fucking Lewis Capaldi
1: used
5: to tell that One Direction story for years because he's such a bitch and he thinks it's going to get back to him somehow.
0: Okay, here you go. I'll give you the story right now. Lewis Capaldi was headlining one of the festivals that I was playing, and we were back in the artist area, and my drummer Jimmy asked me to go walk to our trailer so he could get his cigarette. So we walked to the trailer. Jimmy's smoking a cigarette. We're standing outside. A gigantic soccer ball comes hurling our way who we were like, okay, cool. We pick up the ball and overwalks a British kid who says, whatever British accent it is, hey, mate, can I have the ball back? And my drummer Jimmy goes, oh, that's a mighty big soccer ball you got there, mate. Like he like does the accent back. And the guy was like, what the fuck? Like gave us a look, which by the way, we are assholes, don't get me wrong. He got closer to us and his security came up and went belly to belly with Jimmy, my drummer. And Jimmy's drunk going, what the fuck? Get out of here, dude. And the kids started talking shit. And Jimmy was like, I will fucking hit you with a brick, dude. Like, what are you? Get out of here, you pussy. It was Louis Tomlinson, the kid from One Direction. We didn't know who that was. Our people that we were at the festival with came up and said, that's Louis Tomlinson from One Direction, to which Jimmy, who is a Fishtown dirtbag, said, I don't give a fuck who he is. I will kill him. Granted, Jimmy was also shirtless, and Jimmy's a large man. So this was a bad visual for the band, I'm not going to lie. Turns out Louis Donaldson wasn't even playing; he was just hanging out with Louis Louis Capaldi. I will forever hate that kid. He's a fucking loser. Take your giant soccer ball back to England. You loser. Later.
4: All right, hey, I gotta run. My pick is I. Are you in a
0: John Wick fight scene right now? My heart,
4: my heart wants Miley Flowers, but my head and my wallet are on SZA because. She's just not going to lose. She's going to clean the fuck up this year.
0: You don't so- think Taylor Swift is going to beat her?
4: No, that, especially with that
2: song. Backstage, she is going to. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Yeah, no, that was that was a good little preview for 2024. Dave, you were on your shit today. You're well-arrested from the holiday, brother. I guess you could say that. <laughs> Do you really think you killed that, Deer? Oh, we have to delete that, don't we?
5: No, you, no, no 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 oh that was in the beginning yes to De- delete that yes yeah hey, yeah don't worry about that let's just
0: do an outro here dave you're on your shit today great job well rested from the holiday cole i'm sorry about all the editing you're gonna have to do to those couple parts it's not that much it was just a couple little parts
1: yeah, yeah it's you know in and guys. out but that's a great way to end the
0: episode uh we got a lot of people coming up we have a lot of opportunities coming our way. We have some great guests coming up this year. It's going to be a great fucking year for Barstool Backstage. Uh, Dave, Kenny, Cole, anything else from me? Da- no, uh, Johnny, not Kenny, up, I'm sorry.
5: Looking forward to another fun year. Um, a lot more in-person shit, hopefully.
0: That's the goal right now. That is absolutely the goal. I, so I just, do-
2: just pick the fucking date and come to Austin. Yeah, that, that needs to happen. So much shit right here.
0: All right, well, let's get in a group chat. We'll talk about it. Either way, Cole, anything else for us, buddy?
1: Um, actually, I do have a random fact that I just found out: is that Boney M. is just a German guy, and not like a like a American uh, disco band. Same German guy also founded Milli Vanilli. Really, that's huh. your that's your fun fact. Interesting. <laughs> Milli
0: Vanilli, all time great uh, lip syncers.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I do feel that- bad for those guys, kind of. There was no yeah, reason. they had they just to been, to get been like ten
2: years later. Everyone would be like, "Oh, that's what everyone does." Yeah,
0: interesting. All right. Well, thank you, Cole. Thank you for the nerd yeah, nugget I would at have
2: the really love to see your drummer. Who
5: who's your drummer again? Jimmy. Jimmy. Yeah. Glasses. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah, I, I know exactly who it is. Uh Man, I I just Google Louis Tomlinson. Oh, punchable what face. A, what a
3: fucking face. <laughs> <laughs>
5: It oh, is one man. of the most punchable fucking faces I have ever seen.
0: If we could have let 2019 Jimmy just off the leash and let him just bite that kid in the face, it would
5: have been awesome. Dude. It would have been great for your band.
0: It would have been bad for Jimmy's criminal record, but other than that, it would have been great for the band. I can't deny that.
5: It would have been good publicity. Some asshole from Philadelphia
0: bit Louis Tomlinson's nose off.
5: Good fish. <laughs> Rolling Sevens. Bit oh the- my God. I wonder okay. would've,
0: Jimmy would have been in the gulag for all of COVID it would have been fucking incredible um, mm-hmm. alright fuck you guys we'll see you next week adios later, later. Yep. <sighs>